You are listening to the Choose Your Struggle Podcast, a member of the Shameless Podcast Network. I am so excited to tell you about my new CBD sponsor, Roadrunner. Y'all know I love my old CBD sponsor, and I switched for one main reason. This stuff works. I've been a runner my whole life, but unfortunately, I'm also super easily injured. One of my high school friends used to call me Mr. Glass. And back in 2015, when I ran my first half marathon, I got hurt, like really hurt. And since then, I haven't been able to run more than three or four miles without serious pain. That is until I tried Roadrunner CBD's Muscle Gel. In a few short months, I'm regularly running five and a half to six miles each outing, and I'm currently training for my next half marathon. I don't want to call it a miracle cure, but it's damn near close. So check it out at my personal Roadrunner link, which is roadrunnercbd.com slash ref slash CYS. Again, that's roadrunnercbd.com slash ref slash CYS, or at the link in my show notes or on my podcast website, and use the code CYS at checkout to get 10% off on all of their awesome products. Check it out today. Today on the Choose Your Struggle podcast, it's the insightful Prince Daniels Jr., but first, Kid Menno on this team, we fight for that inch. Things ain't always gonna go our way, but you can always win when you choose your struggle. And some battles will be yesterday, but today is for a new beginning. Choose your struggle, and don't worry about what they say, but you can always win when you choose your struggle. And you can bounce back, just as James. Come on in, listen in to choose your struggle. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. Great to be back with you. As I said last week, this is being recorded a week in advance. So if something happened this week, I'm sorry that there's not uh, you know, a really uh, big discussion about it on, on this intro. That will be a future special episode, I'm sure. <laughs> so occasionally, I get to talk to people on this podcast that, you know, there's like a second level of awesomeness, right? I mean, I am so inspired by pretty much everybody who comes on here. Like, I can't think of many guests where I'm like, oh, that 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 wasn't great. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really lucky that way. And part of that is hard work. I mean, I'm very protective of this podcast. I don't let anybody on. I tweeted the other day, if you reach out to me and you're like, I want to come on to promote this thing or this experience or whatever it is, I'm going to say no every time. If you say to me, I want to come on, this is what I want to talk about. Oh, and by the way, I would also like to promote this thing. Like that's a different conversation if you're something that that fits on the podcast. But if you reach out to me and you're like, I want to come on just to promote this, the answer is always going to be no. And the answer is always going to be, hey, that's what I sell ads for. Do you want to buy an ad? I've had so many people where I've been like, hey, you know, that's not really what I do with this show. But if you want to buy an ad and then they just don't respond. And as I tweeted the other day, that to me is the same thing as like if you send someone an unwanted dick pic, like that's the same energy, you know, it's just like, here's this. I think it's so awesome that you're going to overlook the fact that you didn't want this at all. And that's just ridiculous. <laughs> that's just that's just terrible. Don't do that. So that's why I'm pretty, you know, I, I think that it shows that the guests on this show are pretty amazing. But occasionally there is a second level there where it's like somebody who whether I grew up like 
watching them, as the in the case of Kyle Blanks, who's now become you know a friend, or somebody like Katie Hill last season, where it's like I you watch this situation from afar, and now I actually get to talk to the person about it, where it's just a second level of awesome to me. And that's definitely this week's episode. Prince Daniels Jr. is incredibly inspiring to me. But that's not why this one is so cool to me. It's that I remember not only watching him play college ball when he was a standout college football player, but also when he got drafted. And as I say to him on this, like thinking at the time, wow, that's such a steal for the Ravens. I was a big Bengals fan back in the day. Like I tell him on this, I no longer am. I don't really watch football anymore. I've kind of given up on that for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, for, for Cincinnati, at least, the Bengals are just a terrible franchise, both on the field and off. They treat the city like garbage. That being said, I was a huge fan back in the day, and I loved Madden, the football game. Uh, for, for, you know, I played on, on uh, GameCube and then on uh, PS, the PlayStation. And I remember playing with <laughs> Prince Daniels Jr. He went by PJ Daniels at the time, and I, like, had him on my team. And so here we are having a conversation. And sometimes that's a bad thing. You know, the, the person really lets you down and it's not their fault. You've built this up to some kind of thing where this person's going to understand what they meant to you. You know, if they're one of your heroes or whatever, or if they're just a cool dude like like uh, Prince Daniels and, and they don't deliver it. But he was the opposite of that. He was so insightful, so passionate about the work he's doing, so interesting of a guy to talk to that it lived up to that expectation. Like when we got connected, I was sort of like, okay, this could either be, you know, he's one of those dudes who really just sort of got into this space because he knows he's a name that a lot of people know, or he'll actually be really good, and he was really good. And I'm, I was so impressed with the work he's doing and his passion for this work that I immediately connected him to other people to be like, yo, other show hosts to be like, you have to have him on to talk about what he's doing. Uh, he he's a great guest. You're gonna have a good time with him. So we really had a great conversation, and I'm so thankful that he took time out of his day. He has two tremendous podcasts, one of which deals with football. The other one is more of a life focused podcast. He's doing such great coaching work. Uh, he is such a deep guy, and, and and I'm I'm was very in awe of his uh, sort of aura that he put out and, and his expertise here. So. That's it for, for the intro on this one. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. I very much enjoyed getting to know Prince Daniels Jr., or if you knew him from the NFL, PJ Daniels. And so enjoy this conversation, and yeah, let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. That famous quote by the extraordinary Maya Angelou is exactly why I speak. It's why I tell my story and mix education around the topics of mental health, substance misuse and recovery, and drug use and policy with motivation, inspiration, and purpose. So when you're looking for your next keynote or breakout session speaker, reach out. Find me at my website, jshiftman.com, and I promise you, your employees, your group members, the students at your school, everybody will come away having learned something. And that's how we create change. Reach out today. Thanks for sharing the podcast with your friends. If you're listening on Apple, please rate and review or check out the review link in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
I, I think the, the, the most crucial word you just said is reinventing yourself, because from learning about your story, that seems to be the only consistent, right, is that you have constantly reinvented who you are in like really cool ways. You know, I mean, if people know your name, it's probably from your college statistics, obviously, are, are off the charts. You're really well known for for how well you played in college. Then you get to the NFL. You had a tough break. And, and that's something you talk about a lot. But instead of taking that lying down or, or sort of being like, well, that's it for me, you went, no, I'm going to take this next step. So so help my listeners kind of understand that. Talk about your story a little bit. It can be the 30 second version or the five minute version, whatever you're feeling like. Let's. I'll take you back to uh, when I fell in love with the game of, of football and how I was able to make it to football. And then after that, so I was eight years old. No, I was 11 years old. I was sitting down with my mother and we were watching the game. We were watching the Houston Oilers uh, play against the Detroit Lions. And I remember I saw Barry Sanders run a play and he scored a touchdown. And when he, after he scored the touchdown, they were kicking a field goal. And as they were kicking a field goal, I remember water welled up in my eyes and I turned and looked at my mom and I said, I'm gonna be in the NFL, mom. And she looked, she looked back at me and she said, you are baby. And from that point, I just knew that that was what I was connected to. I had that desire. Uh, and so sure enough, I made it to the NFL, but um, I grew up uh, a little bit of my life in, in Mississippi and Louisiana, and then we moved to Houston, Texas, um, preteen years, and then for my teen years, I lived with my mother, uh, my father and my mother, they separated, but I lived with my mother for the first, my formative years until my preteen years, and then my teen years, I went to go stay with my father, who's from Ghana, Africa, you know, so it was like a, a whirlwind, right, so I get this discipline from from this immigrant who, um, who was really strict, but also um, he 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 showed me that that tough love, you know. And so at that time, I was a young man, and I was doing some mischievous things. And so uh, it was, you know, my dad convinced my mother to let me go come and stay with him, and I did, man. And my dad, you know, from the very first day, he set the guidelines and rules. You know, he just hit me with the. You will go to school, you will eat, you will sleep, you will do your studies, and you will come back home. And, and you know, right away, I just started crying like, oh, man, who is this person, right? So um, from there, um, grew up, you know, I, I had that austere upbringing. Um, and then afterwards, uh, high school, ended up getting a scholarship uh, to, no, I'm sorry. I ended up getting accepted to Georgia Tech. I had to apply for school. I had a lot of scholarship offers in high school, but um, I didn't do well on the standardized test until after the signing day. And um, all the big colleges, they tried to offer me a scholarship. They had to take it back because I didn't do well to meet the requirements until after the signing day, Georgia Tech comes. They do a, um, I do an unofficial visit with them. Um, they told me if I do well on and off the field, then I, there's a possibility I can have a scholarship. But there's a caveat. I was like, what's that? It's like you got to get into school first. So, um, with no with no idea of how to get into school, basically, I just um, I I did some research. I wrote a I wrote a paper, and I got accepted to Georgia Tech, and um, the rest is history. From there, um, did some incredible things on the field, and uh, then I got drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, and. You know, I had a had an illustrious career, uh, three years, but um, that was 
that was uh, cut short due to my injuries, um, which were not career-ending injuries, but on on paper, it looks like I was injury-prone. So, you know, after that, um, I transitioned to what I'm doing now. So before we get into your, your incredible work and those, those, that, that pivot, the, the, the reinventing yourself, you know, like I said, most people, if they know your name for, for, for football, not for the work you're doing now, but for football, right. it's that college career where you were you were a star. I mean, you had a couple of, of years there where you were a household name for people who follow college football. And at the time, I'm no longer – I used to be a Bengals fan. Growing up in Cincinnati, Ohio, they make it super easy not to be a fan, and so <laughs> I'm not anymore. But at the time, I actually remember when you were drafted because I was like, wow, that's a steal for the Ravens in the fourth round, right? So yeah. <laughs> what was that – talk to my list about what it was like being kind of a well-known person in that field right how did that you know how was your mindset like when you were in college and then how did you feel going into the NFL you know was there a chip on your shoulder for being the fourth round were you thankful that you got drafted at all like what was that feeling like for you um yeah so I was thankful that I got drafted um in the fourth round I wasn't too happy right I wanted to go on the first day because (laughs) I felt that I had that talent and so um but that right there gave me the fuel and, and, and drove me to be like an incredible player and to really become a student of the game. And so, man, you know, being drafted was just like an uh, 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 extreme high, right? Um, you're anticipating for them to call your name. So they didn't call my name on the first day. And me and my best friend, we were on the phone. His name is Jarrett Wilkinson. He got drafted by the... Uh, the the New York Giants, I think the second to the the second to last person of the third round, right? So right before the you know they ended, you know the <laughs> the 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 um, drafting process, man, I was just like, all right, my name is gonna come up next, and they called someone else, and I was just like, what's going on? So you know, I had all of this anticipation and and anxiety, and so the next day I was just like, I'm not even watching TV. I'm like, I'm not going to watch TV, man. Forget TV, man. In my hotel room, I had a TV on the whole time, you know, in the background. And so, um, Baltimore Ravens, you know, they called me and they were just like, uh, PJ Daniels. I was just like, yeah, it was like this is. Uh, so-and-so from the Baltimore Ravens. I'm just like, oh, okay, awesome. Um, they said, um, we want, uh, has anybody called you? Just like, no, nobody called me. Uh, and they said, okay, we'll call you back. And they hung up the phone. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and to, uh, to be very transparent, that was my first phone call that anybody, anyone called, right? And uh, so at that point, I just decided I was just going to get into the shower because, I didn't know what was going on. You know, um, I had so much anxiety. My heart was beating. I was just like, man, I want to stick around and do this. Then all of a sudden, I'm in the shower and my phone rings again. And so I turn it off and just answer the phone. Just like, hello. I'm just like, hey, hey, um, uh, PJ Daniels. It's like, hey, yeah. It's like, this is Brian Billick um, from the Baltimore Ravens, the head coach. Um, He said, I got the GM here uh, and and somebody else that was there. Um, And he's like... um, he said, we want to choose you in the next round, um, the next pick, our next pick, the fourth round, 132nd pick. I was like, huh, for real? <laughs> you know, so at that moment, um, 
my TV, the TV was on and then Mel Carper got on TV. He was just like, he was like, oh, this is a steal for Georgia Tech. I mean, <laughs> for, for Baltimore Ravens. He was like, PJ Daniels, he was like, he was a former walk on. He's like, man, he said, this guy is very tough. He can run through the hole, you know, um, um, love to see, you know, what, what, what he will do. But this guy is phenomenal. You know, he, he, he shows true character and true heart, man. And so, you know, the, the first thing I said, I was just like, man, you won't regret this. Right. And so I was really excited. And from day one, man, I was just ready to go from that, from that point on. Um, my mindset, you mentioned my mindset what was my mindset. Like my mindset was, you know, get better. But my overall mindset was this is the number one defense in the NFL. I have an opportunity to practice with them every single day. So if I can go extremely hard and make them look, you know, uh, not so great and make myself look amazing, then what, what will happen when I start playing against the number two, number three, number four defense and so forth. Right. I was just like, I'm going to have a field day. Right. <laughs> Cause uh, our defense at the time was stacked. We had Ray Lewis, Bar Scott, Adelius Thomas, Chris, some, Chris McAllister, Samari Rowe, Ed Reed, Dewan Landry, Halotinata, Kelly Gregg, you know, Double J, Trevor Price. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. And um, I was able to gain their respect because I had that mentality of just like go hard each and every day. Um, and, and, and that was my mindset, you know, just always improve, improve from a mental, physical and spiritual stand, standpoint. And uh, um, I would say accidentally, that happened, right? And and um, I was just kind of I, I I worked so hard, just thrusting myself into a whole nother realm, and I was just playing at a very elite level. So you you know the NFL is not uh, it, you don't have a lot of control as a player. You can do all, all the stuff that you can do, right? But at the end of the day, the team's making the decision. And as you said, you know if you just read you know, your Wikipedia or something, it doesn't really give a snapshot of your actual experience in, in the right. league. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, you can only control you. And that's the one thing that you can control. You can't control how they make decisions because they're making decisions based upon, uh, uh, winning, right. That, that's the whole, that's the name of the game to win. And so they plug people in, they, they, you know, they reposition people. Um, they had to make these this, these game time decisions or these decisions for the season to make sure that uh, you 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 have a successful season. And so um, you don't really get a chance to control anything except yourself and your attitude and and your effort. So how you show up every day that's really really the main thing. But yeah, um, no, you don't get a chance to see everything that happens um, behind closed doors. And, and part of that for you was a premature ending to your career as far as the NFL went. And, and as you, I've heard you describe before, you know, you were rightfully so very shocked by that and sort of uh, saddened, but then you turned that around and decided to, to, to do something different, you know, to, to reinvent yourself. Right. Yeah, man. I, um, I was definitely distraught by being let go um, because when you figure out the game and you've learned how to use your mind to mold your body into what you wanted to do. And um, then you have this burning desire to, to be great. And then that opportunity just slips away from you. Uh, and, you know, it's devastating. 
man. And, and, you know, that was for the first time in my life. I questioned myself. I was just like, who am I? What am I doing? You know, because um, people know, know me as a, as, as a walk on who became the starter. So, you know, I exuded this supreme confidence. Uh, or should I say confidence when I was in college, but when I got to the NFL, it was supreme confidence. I realized like, wow, I can do all of these things. You know, um, I, I was like a Lamar Jackson at the time. Um, you know, when, when Baltimore wrote up, uh, uh, did a summary about me, they said he possessed superior speed. All right. And so I, I worked on my speed now, you know, I worked on, um, my, my, my core. And I went from a four, five to a four, two in six weeks, wow. you know, and it was just, it was just me having like, you know, sheer determination and, uh, you know, and just working on the, the, the mechanics. So after the game was over, um, I suffered a self-identity crisis, went through a depression, um, which led to a suicidal ideation. And, um, I, I had a, a three day plan for my demise, man, because, um, you know, you, you've been doing something for all your life, you know, because th this is what I want your listeners to understand. When, when, when they, you know, they, 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 when people see athletes from the outside, you know, they're like, oh, they should be okay. I mean, they, they're good. They got all this money. They, got, they have all of this, you know, but you have a plan to make it to the NFL, but you don't have a financial plan for your money. Right. You, you, you've, you've just accomplished your dreams, but you don't think about all the other ancillary things that, that happen in life. Right. And, and that go along with, with the, with the status. And so you usually have people around you helping you make decisions. And, and, um, you know, for me, uh, I was taught, you know, save, save, save. Right. But never, um, really to invest and, um, but, you know, but make, I mean, invest, but don't take big risks, right? Those small risks are okay, but the small risk is not where you're going to make gain. Correct. And so, um, not to say that I didn't, didn't have any good investments. I did, but it was just, there was so much more that I could have done. And so you've been doing something for all your life. And, um, after you've practiced something for, 10 years plus now here comes a day where they say, Hey, all right, hang it up. You can't do this anymore. Go find a new career. So you've been deprived and neglected of all of those skills and crafts that your peers have developed over the time. So now they can go into the workforce and get a job that's going to uh, give them a substantial amount of money and they'll be able to sustain it in the long run. So, um, in, in football, uh, you know, they say the acronym stands for not for long. So, and the money comes quick and it, you know, it can lead quick as well. So, um, so, you know, that's what, it, that's what the, the depression comes from and the self-identity crisis comes from, because now you're not getting praised anymore. Um, when you're playing ball, everybody knows you by your first name and they call you be like, yo, what's up, man. <laughs> After the game is over, be like, yo, Hey, aren't you that dude that, you know? <laughs> Yeah. You know, so, so, you know, um, no, no matter what, you know, it's like a blow to your ego, you feel embarrassed, you feel ashamed, you know, cause we're still human beings, but, um, uh, we're just put in the spotlight. Right. And, and you think that, uh, since we've been able to manage everything while we play professional ball, we should be able to manage our emotions, but it's not as easy. Right. And so, um, we go through a lot of, a lot of traumatic things as well. Um, for me, I, I, I was lucky 
lucky that I had an opportunity to go spend time at a monastery. And um, from there, I was able to reinvent myself, rehabilitate myself and, and, and refocus on who I am, what I'm looking for in life and what's my purpose. And from there, it, that allowed for me to grow exponentially and mature into the person that I am today where I help high achievers and athletes, you know, make that pivot in their life um, when, they feel, when they feel like they're stuck. All right, I help them unlock their peak performance. Well, before we, we get into that, so that's an incredible part of your story as well. Let's uh, pause and shout out where everybody can follow you, find you online, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what's up, everybody? Make sure that you go to my website, www.princedanielsjr.com. You can find me on uh, all my social media handles on the website, or you can go to Instagram at Prince ADJR. Um, same thing on Twitter and on Facebook. I'm Prince Daniels Jr. On LinkedIn, I'm Prince Daniels Jr. I have a podcast called The Prince Daniels Jr. Show, and I have another podcast called Game Beyond the Game, Talk That Talk. Y'all know I love to read, and almost every episode of this podcast includes a recommendation to check out an awesome book. From Adid Jaffe's Abstinence Myth to Johan Hari's Chasing the Scream, I'm constantly looking for new books to learn from and enjoy. That's why I'm super excited to partner with Bookshop. Bookshop is a wonderful website that helps you find all your favorite books and support your local neighborhood bookstore in the process. I've bought everything from textbooks to Star Wars novels on Bookshop, and I've supported my local store with each transaction. Best of all, my Bookshop link will allow you to see all the books I've mentioned on the show right in one spot. So check out Bookshop today using the link in my show notes or go to bookshop.org shop CYS and you'll find all the awesome books you want and support the podcast in the process. Check it out today. Subscribe to my Patreon for behind-the-scenes looks at the podcast, sneak peeks, and bonus data. You'll also get a discount on Choose Your Struggle merch. Find it at patreon.com slash chooseyourstruggle. So you are, you know, you, you leave the NFL, you go through this intense low, right? How do you get from there to the monastery, to all this incredible work you're doing now? So, um... I was fortunate enough to go to the monastery my second year when I was in the league. And, you know, I was ready to get go tap into my Zen, get my Bruce Lee on, get my Kung Fu Panda on, you know, my, my, the last avatar, everything, man, I was ready to tap into it. And, and so went to the monastery and I was just like, Oh, y'all just messed up, you know, <laughs> or should I say y'all just effed up. Right. <laughs> And you felt and, something you, you walked in there and you, you felt the call, you felt something real when you were there. Yeah. Oh, most definitely, man. I mean, from day one, um, you know, going to monastery is, 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 is not something to really play with. You know, you got to make your mind up. Uh, this is something that you really want to do and commit to because, uh, uh, there's nothing, uh, that's, um, whimsical, right or or funny about being at the monastery i mean you go there you do work mm -hmm. right and you do uh mental clarity work you do physical uh clarity work you know you do spiritual clarity work and so um you, you know th this is like a uh disruption for almost like your belief system and how you see things and how you operate and 
um, you know, I was able to get it and I was able to also still maintain my belief system, but also um, add some more stuff that kind of pushed, you know, put, you know, pushed against my belief system and made me really think outside the box and have a paradigm shift. And so um, um, from that low, you know, to that high, uh, the one thing, you, you know, whenever you, you hear a lot of people speak about monastery, and then we, we do a little speaking, right? So we don't do too much speaking. And, and for me, um, it was like, wow, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to talk too much, you know, but um, you're constantly talking to yourself. And what you have, what you have to learn is um, you're constantly talking to yourself, but you're constantly reading books. And so from that low to that high, uh, it takes elevated thoughts. It takes, you know, you have to elevate your, 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 the way that you think, because we have these habits that can be debilitating, right? You, before you, you, you look at something, you are already, um, make a choice if you're going to conquer it or you're going to be defeated by it, right? By just your comments. Like you see something, you'd be like, oh, I can't do that shit. Mm-hmm. Right away, you just said it. And so you're correct because now you believe it, right? But you have somebody who's just like, let's go. Come on, I got this. They just said it. And now they're going to conquer it or overcome it, or they're going to give, they're going to put their best foot forward and give um, as much effort as possible. And so that was something that I had to stick with because I was in a very low place. My energy was low. I was constantly telling myself like, you suck. Um, I'm, I, you know, I was embarrassed with myself. Um, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't have the, um, the career that I wanted to have. Uh, it was just so many things. Just like you lost your first job, like as a professional, like, who are you? Where are you? You know, like you're not enough. So all of these things, you know, kept replaying in my head, like a, like a broken record until I, I finally had um, some self-realization and I was able to hear myself, you know, I was able to hear my thoughts. Right. And, and once I started hearing my thoughts, I, I said, okay, we got to change this around. All right. Um, I got to start talking to myself in the most positive manner. I got to start elevating my thoughts. I got to stop saying like, yeah, this is what I'm trying to do. Um, uh, and, and start saying, this is what I'm going to do. Right. And, and make sure that my, my words, um, are they're actionable words. And then I'll follow that act, those actionable words with action. Uh, and so that's how I was able to move from my low point to my highest point by making sure that I become mindful of what I was saying to myself. So that that is what you sort of fell back on when you went through this low, right? Is is this, this what you had learned? Yes. And you know, I guess my, my question would be: there are a lot of people who could go through something like that and be like, "All right, that's cool. I'm going to keep that for myself," and then go, you know, do a business where I'm going to make a bunch of money. That's not what you did, right? You were like, I'm gonna be of service. You know, this was clearly a calling to you, right? Right. Most definitely, man. You know, after football was over, um, I spoke to a couple of mentors and 
you know, everyone's just like, oh, you should go back to school and you should do this. Like, fuck school. Like, what is school going to do for me? Like, you know, you know, and then I was looking at, I was reading Bill Gates stories, uh, Kanye West stories, you know, all these um, Jay-Z stories. I, I was just reading everyone's story and, you know, they were the most successful people that didn't even go to school. I was just like, school, like what the hell is school going to do for me? And, you know, at that time I was lost, man. I was trying to find myself. So what I realized what helped me make my make make my decision was I didn't know myself, right? So why go study something else to distract you from knowing who you are? And I took the time out to know myself. I was afforded the opportunity to go and spend time with myself and learn who I am. So then that way I can help other people learn who they are. Because once you know yourself, then you know, other people and how they operate, right? Um, we all live in the same planet Earth. We all go through the same problems. No one is exempt from these problems. Yeah, if you have more money than someone, you, you can buy certain things, but still, you know, those core values, those core characteristics, personalities of people are all the same, you know, under, under the sun. And so um, that that was my 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 decision on you know, doing this instead of going back to school to try to learn about, you know, being a financial advisor or getting my MBA, but at the same time, I'm miserable and don't really understand why I'm miserable and, and then try to commit suicide or do something else because, you know, I don't know who I am and what I'm doing and why I'm here. What's my purpose? What, what, what I'm serving. Right. And so that is what allowed for me to make that, that decision. Really beautifully put, and, and that's something that I talk about in this show a lot. That's basically the tenet of choose your struggle is if you're following somebody else's definition of success, whether it's you know society telling us to get a good job with a car and all the money in the house, you're never going to be happy because that's not actually what will lead you to happiness. But by following your own self, like you're saying, that's how you learn like, all right, maybe this particular thing is going to be part of my happiness, but you're making that decision because you are knowing yourself better and understanding what that where that happiness is going to come from and so many people don't take time for that they let somebody else tell them this is how you find happiness and then they're shocked when that's not the case once they get it you know <laughs> exactly man exactly and so that was my thing you know i listened to my intuition i listened to my desire um but you know you you definitely have to stop for a minute to to listen to your intuition because we've 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 become um so callous to to you know like suppressing our intuition right like it, it 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 happens like in your teen years when 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 you you know you're not supposed to do something or you want to go to this party you know you're not supposed to drink or do whatever else right and your intuition is like you shouldn't do this you should just leave you're like shit the hell up <laughs> give me that drink you know and, and and so um but that's a part of growth right and and um um but when you have to come back to your intuition you have to stop and 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 take a moment just to be still i know it's kind of difficult for a lot of people but um if you don't do it you know you'll lose yourself because it's like um um it's it's it's, it's something that that is with you it's it goes beyond it goes beyond your mind your body your spirit it's just your intuition is intuitive. It's it's something that was built inside of you. And whenever you learn how to listen to it, it's it's your it's your internal compass, you know, it's your directory. So if you get lost, just listen to your intuition and it'll tell you or gut feeling.
gotta tell you. So you are you are this wealth of knowledge, and and you are you've been called to serve essentially. It mm-hmm. talk to my listeners a little bit. Talk about that work. What does that serving look like in your life? Um, the serving looks like uh. Well, it was funny because for a very long time I was trying to figure out how to monetize it. And it's just like, what kind of, like, how do you, you know, how do you monetize this? How do I help the world? You know, what, what, what did Jesus do? <laughs> and then I started laughing. I'm just like, okay, he wasn't a, a, a clergyman or a businessman, you know. And so, um, for a long time, it took me. It 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 was difficult for me to, like, really share this wisdom in a way um, where it was very helpful. But what I learned how to do was, you know, started to get into um, uh, doing courses and and um, like coaching and teaching. But I call myself a high power, high high performance mentor. But uh, uh, yeah, I got into coaching, and it was to teach people how to elevate their thoughts and 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 point out that we have these habits and these thought processes that don't allow us to see ourselves in a, in a good light. And um, that's because we are influenced by our environment and society the minute we come into this world, right? And so those things dictate how we make our decisions. And so I kind of just basically followed the creed that I, that I um, experienced at the monastery. But I just make sure that it's conducive to um, this lifestyle, you know, living here. And, you know, by putting it into the course, put it in, in a book. And my course is pretty much based upon my book. My course is called Unlocking Your Peak Performance. You know, my book is called Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Mastering the Balance Between Power and Peace. And what I remind people, um, high achievers, athletes, uh, that we are all athletes in this game of life. So um, we all have to jump over hurdles. We all want to. We, we all set goals for ourselves, and we look to score touchdowns or score those hoops and make those baskets, right? Um, uh, so uh, it, it's it's everything shares a common denominator at at the molecular level, right? And so, since I was able to understand this, then I started understanding how the micro and the macro are interconnected. And so um, when, I t- when, I, when I do the service in this work, it comes to coaching and it comes to uh, create, creating a course to let people know, okay, this is you, this is what you are. All right, this is your roadblock and that roadblock is also you. So you need to get out of your own way. We're gonna remove that roadblock and we're gonna, go, we're gonna keep forging forward and enjoy this process um, and, and understand uh, about emotional intelligence and how that's very important in your life, you know, because um, once you really understand that, then you start moving forward in a, in a manner of like, ah, oh, wow, okay, I can put my emotions in, into this, but I can take my, I can remove my emotions from this. And this is how, you know, my, my service work um, helps uh, a, a multitude of, of individuals, you know, overcome um, their, 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 their doubt and become the best versions of themselves. So 
I always ask this question for people who do work like yours. If someone's listening to this and they're like, wow, I'm really feeling what he's putting down, you know, talk a little bit about if someone was to approach you and be like, what does working with you specifically look like? Like if I was like looking to hire you, whatever that case is as mm -hmm. an individual, because most of the people listening to this are, are individuals. Uh, although some people obviously are, are on, on behalf of their companies. So, you know, if you do some consulting and talk about that too, but, but specifically if I'm an individual looking for this sort of coaching or mentorship, what does that look like to work with you? Um, transformation. Like you'll be transformed like where you are to where you want to get to. Um, um, I'm basically allow for you to see your vision and make that vision become a reality. Um, so I align your mind, your body and your spirit, your emotions to for you to be able to reach a level called the zone or the flow state. Um, and so what, um, working with me, You'll understand your beginning and your end when it comes to your, your goal or your purpose. And then everything else in between is just a flow. So I allow you to transform yourself and flow into that transformation. Well, really beautifully put, I think that, you know, this last time is definitely going to inspire some people. And I really appreciate it. Before we go into the final questions, one more time, shout out where people can find you and all that kind of stuff. You can go to my website at www.princedanielsjr.com. Look at all my social media handles. If not, uh, you're too lazy, you're like, man, I just want to get straight to it. Just go to Instagram and type in Prince ADJR. Um, same thing on Twitter. Um, and my name, Prince Daniels Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, and I have a podcast, The Prince Daniels Jr. Show. And I have another podcast called Game Beyond the Game Talk That Talk. And I can definitely say as someone who, you know, does a podcast, I was telling Prince before we started that uh, I admire how far he is for being so young in the podcast game. Uh, and I think, you know, for all of y'all who, who heard Kyle Blanks, you know, he's got his show going. I, I was telling him, I really think that guys like you guys who are athletes have that extra drive and just the ability to go beyond. And so it definitely, I can co-sign that, that he's doing some really incredible work and I would definitely recommend you check it out. Oh, thank you so much, Jay. So the final couple of questions I always, I always end with number one, not just during COVID, but especially this last year, what are your self-care habits? What works for you? Oh man. Um, waking up every morning and meditating. Like that's the first thing that I do, you know, uh, like I, I did that at, at the monastery. I mean, we do that all the time. Um, but, I, I, I live by that. I enjoy that. Um, that's one. And I know people are like, oh, I'm not into no meditation <laughs> shit. Right. You know, but um, or most people are like I don't I don't have time I don't have time to meditate, right? Um, and then the way that I break it down for them is just tell them like, hey, um, okay, well, spell meditation. They're like, what the fuck do you mean spell meditation? Like, spell meditation. <laughs> and they're like, okay, all right, M E. And I was like, stop, stop right there. M E. Okay, stop. I was like, now say that phrase one more time. I don't have time for meditation. Okay. Now say that phrase one more time with just those two letters. I don't have time for me. And at that moment, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love that. I've never heard that before. I love it. <laughs> and they're like, who are you, dude? You know, like, get the fuck away from me. And just like, you don't have time for you, right? Make time for you. 
that's the most important thing. Check in with yourself. So that's what I've always been doing, you know, checking in with myself to remember who I am so I can have an anchor for the day. So whatever I go through throughout the day, I'm, I, I won't be moved by um, anyone's words, you know, anyone's actions. If someone is looking for trouble, you know, I listen to my intuition and just move out the way because if you allow it for your ego to lead, then you're going to be like, I'm going to stand my ground. And I wish somebody would come in. And, and now it's an altercation. And now it, it turns into a violent situation. And now, you know, you, you, you're not able to go back home safely and see your family. Um, also, in the morning time, I, I just I drink water as well. Um, and I wake myself up, you know, with push-ups and sit-ups uh, just to get that blood circulating throughout my body um, and, and read in the morning time. You know, I just make sure that I, I, I educate myself, but um, I use it as a as a way to focus and concentrate, which really helps the meditation as well. So, well, that that perfectly goes into the the last question, which is we've spent the now last forty minutes learning why we should all be following you on social media, reaching you know <laughs> all that, but this is your chance to talk about. You know, who do you follow? Who inspires you? What are you watching, reading, listening to? All the things that we should be checking out. Mm. Well, one, I'm constantly rereading my book, you know. <laughs> um, some of the people that I'm following, um, man, so there's a lot of people on social media that I follow, but I, I really wanted to unfollow, <laughs> you know, because sometimes you just wake up and it's like, ah, oh, what is this? Like, <laughs> this is not, you know, it's not keeping me elevated, but, um, if you don't have anyone, that's fine. You can, yeah. You can... Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, no one comes to mind. There's this one brother, um, I got a brother, his name is 19 keys. Um, you know, um, I, 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 I like the way he, distributes his 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 knowledge all right um and, you know i think that's um that's 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 beautiful um uh, Dion sanders i think he's doing some incredible stuff right now so last question it's just for you though so where if if we wanted to pick up your book we wanted a signed copy where can we grab a signed copy of your of your book mm, you want to sign a copy of my book well one you can go and pick up the book on amazon.com and when you do, make sure that you leave a review. Uh, two, um, you got to shoot me a, um, a email. Um, send me an email at info at Prince Daniels. What's with the S? Jr.com, and and say that you heard this, um, or or shoot send me a DM, you know, in my Instagram box at Prince A D J R, and 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 let me know that. Um, I was on, I mean, you heard me on Choose Your Struggle, and I'll get a signed copy for, for you. You can send me Venmo um, for the, for, to, to pay for the book, and, you know, we'll take it from there. But it's easy. Either email me at info at princedanielsjr.com or send me a message or DM me um, um, at princeadjr on Instagram and just type in Choose Your Struggle, um, and, and I'll be able to send them uh what is it? A, a signed copy of my book. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time, man. This has been a pleasure. 
Man, it's been a pleasure, Jay. Thank you so much for everything else. And I'm definitely, you're going to be one of the people I follow on, on Instagram <laughs> and I'm going to listen to as well. So that's the next person that I added um, and, and the people who I follow. So I thank you for everything, man. I love what you're doing. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that it's not the only thing I do. Choose Your Struggle is an entire brand. I speak, I coach and consult. I have rock bottom storytellers. There's a lot going on. And sometimes I get to a project and I go, man, I just, I can't do all of this myself. So I turn to Fiverr. It's so easy to find incredible professionals who can help me out. I've hired people to help with marketing, help with SEO, help with my website. So much great stuff all on Fiverr. I even found Kid Mental who did the incredible theme song on Fiverr. So if you have a project that you need some help on, go check out Fiverr. Use the link in the show notes or my podcast website and you'll help the podcast in the process. Check them out today. Find me on social media. Check the link in the show notes or search for me, Jay Schiffman, on YouTube and LinkedIn and choose your struggle on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We've come to the end of another episode of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy that conversation with Prince Daniels Jr. I know I very much did. Uh, I enjoyed listening to it again, and I'm going to as soon as this is out again because I just think he was so fantastic. We're going to use the Press Pause Pack, <laughs> Press Pause Pack, brought to you by Blurt in honor of PJ Daniels because, you know, that's his thing was, was he really got into meditation and going to that figuring out that sort of side of life, the mindfulness side of life. And because of that, it really changed his life. And so taking a moment to press pause, I love the analogy or, or sort of the saying he had where it's like spell meditation. If you don't have time for meditation, it's because you don't have time for me. And that was just so, oh man, I love that so much. So I am using the press pause pack in his honor. Thank you, Blurt, as always. Today's card, <laughs> this is great. If your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. And that was said by Jack Cornfield. That is perfect for this episode. Uh, you know, as again, that quote from Prince is, is, is exactly right. You know, it is about yourself. You've got to put yourself first in that sense. You can't help others if you don't put yourself first. So that's your good egg for today. And, and I'm just so happy that card played right into it. Take some time this week. I'm moving, as you know, as, as you're hearing this, I am in the car, we're packing up and we're heading up to Philadelphia. So, you know, take some time for yourself. I wish I was doing that <laughs> instead of I'm moving. So take some time for yourself just, just to sit or to do something nice for yourself or to take a walk or whatever it is, but take a moment for you because we don't do enough of that and we all need to. But most importantly, as always, be vulnerable, show your empathy, spread your love, and choose your struggle. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge sports fan. I start every morning by listening to the Locked On Celtics podcast, and I never miss a Reds game. So when it's time for me to grab a gift for the sports fan in my life, I check out Fanatics. They have everything you need from the best teams, the favorite players, and all the stuff is good. As a memorabilia and autographs collector, I trust Fanatics. But here's the best part. Fanatics always has some kind of discount going on. 
from free shipping to 50 to 70% off some items, you're going to get a great deal every time at Fanatics. So check them out using the link in the show notes or from my podcast website and help the podcast in the process. Check them out today.